Hey, you're listening to Shouting in Place, because sometimes you need to shout into the void and know nothing will shout back. I'm your friend and your host, Dustin, and today I'm joined by one of my good friends. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, good friend. Hey, my name is Chad Ennis. I am uh, a friend of Dustin's. I have uh, met him via a podcast community that we do called Respawn Aim mm-hmm. Fire. Uh, mm-hmm. We just love chatting and being friends and friendship (laughs) yeah friendship is always good i'm still sad that when you actually did come down to san diego the red pandas weren't out oh my gosh right and we walked (laughs) by that cage multiple times yeah yeah red pandas the first time i saw a picture of a a video of a red panda attacking a pumpkin in the snow i'm sure everyone (laughs) who's ever googled red panda seen that video i was in love in love They're so good. And the one in San Diego Zoo, her name's Cola. She is the most adorable red panda like to exist. <gasps> Please tell me. Wait, are, are, is there just one at the zoo? Uh, right now, there is just one. There was an older one, but um, she was taken off exhibit. So there's now a younger red panda named Cola. I forgot what the other red panda's name is because she was. I, I want it to be Coca. Often. I want the other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Cola, it's K-O-L-A. All right. So we'll spell Coca with a K. (laughs) You know, (laughs) off brand. Exactly. They can't get sued. Correct. Yep. It's obviously parody. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Um, Today, uh, Chad brought a really cool topic. that I think it's very relevant, especially for everyone right now. And it's, um, it's how to learn new skills. Correct. Yeah, how what's your approach to learning something new? Like how do you do that? Yeah, um why don't you start cuz I have a weird approach. All right, sure. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've over my lifetime obviously I have not just remained with the same skills I've had since birth. If I did mm-hmm. that would be incredible. That would be very incredible. It would be incredible for two reasons. One that I made it to 30 while still being still having the skills <laughs> of a baby. <laughs> Or that I was born with the skills of a 30-year-old man. Um, Either way, it'd be incredible. Or both. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I I found in the last couple of years some things that have worked well, and I've had some things that didn't work well. I'm a person who I'm ambitious, Mm -hmm. and I'm also a perfectionist, and then I also don't like failing at things. So... (laughs) Like that, that does not make for, for learning like a good learning environment. Yeah. That, that's a fun combination. <laughs> yeah. Like for instance, uh, I think the most telling example of this was uh, in college. My best friend really likes playing basketball and he wanted me to go down and shoot hoops with him. And I was like, fine, I've never done it before. <laughs> I shot two baskets and I was like, nope. I'm terrible at this and I will not learn to be better. And this is not fun for me. <laughs> and I quit. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Never did it again. So, so whenever I come to, to learn something new, especially if it, mm-hmm. it's different, if it's like he wanted me to play basketball, something I don't care about yeah. versus something that I want to do, in which case I have a little bit more uh, ability to persevere through some of the failures. Mm-hmm. But I find that whenever I'm learning something, whether it's learning a new instrument, cause I play a bunch of different instruments, um, or uh, I've been recently in the last couple of years getting really into graphic design and um, mm-hmm. trying to step into like a little bit of animation as well that I Ooh. get inspired. Like I, it starts with inspiration. I think that's when, mm-hmm. when I really 
I find something I want to do because I've seen something that's really cool. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to try to emulate that. Or I hear a song like, oh my God, I would love to do a cover of that. Um, and okay. it starts there. And I find that Instagram is a really, really great place to be inspired by a ton of different stuff. As much as I hate Facebook. <laughs> I, okay. I, I could see that. I, I don't really. So me personally, I'm on social media for only Twitter. I have an Instagram. I have a Facebook. I have a Tumblr somewhere in the depths of the internet, but I only use Twitter. And I just, I just, for it, for, I don't get Instagram. Like I get it, but I don't. So I just don't use it. I don't use it in the way that most people use it. Like for instance, mm-hmm. if you are my friend, there is a 99% chance that I will not follow you on Instagram. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, I don't understand. I followed you. Why didn't you follow me back? It's like, that's not, that's not what I use Instagram for. That's why I got rid of Facebook because I don't give a shit about all you people who are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't care about all the, all the, you sit on the couch eating potato chips and you with <laughs> your 70 pictures of your dog. That's cool and all. But I yeah. use it for things that make me smile or laugh. So I find okay. particularly like, really funny accounts to follow or things that inspire me. So like for uh, fitness is like a really big thing for me in the last five or six years and mm-hmm. like getting my, my weight under control and all of that stuff. Um, so I follow a lot of people who are really inspiring or uh, who do things are like, man, I see somebody doing that and I can't wait to be able to do that movement. So I'm just going to watch them do it and watch a bunch of people do mm-hmm. it so I can figure out the mechanics of it. Or in this case, graphic design. I follow a lot of really cool like logo designs and uh, just graphic design accounts. And as I scroll through and I see things, I'm like, oh, my God, that looks really cool. And that's where it all starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, like I um, like you said, you're part of the Respawn to Aim Fire with your podcast, private community. You've been knocking out of the park with all the really badass wallpapers you have, especially the one for April. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was the Animal Crossing one. (laughs) (laughs) But real talk, the newest one you did where it was like, um, I I can't even like, it's like all the different characters, right? That's the newest one you did? Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a paper craft kind of thing where it's like different layers. It looks like it's paper. And then we've also Mm -hmm. integrated like uh, Zelda Wind Waker and the cheap fish from mario and the bioshock <laughs> pig daddy and yeah all yeah, of this yeah, underwater yeah. type stuff but that that exactly the same way it started as a post i saw on instagram of this boat this paper boat it's like mm-hmm. gliding across a sheet of paper and then the paper kind of like opening up in layers down below and forming the water i'm like that looks really freaking cool i want to do have, something like that have you seen the one where someone did um, I I wouldn't necessarily call it papercraft, but it kind of is where they did a scene from like Assassin's Creed by drawing it on different sheets of paper, and then they cut it and open it up, and it <gasps> yes, like yeah, that that's super cool, and that's so much like it's like the world's most advanced flip book. Yeah, for reals, right? Mm-hmm. I but that's that's really cool with the Instagram. You essentially have curated your own like feel good and motivational app. It's just like you press a button on your phone, you get all this cool stuff. A hundred percent. And I do the same thing with Twitter. And that's, that's, Uh that's my approach to social media is I only follow people who inspire me or who make me laugh and everyone else 
And so I don't, I don't feel obligated to friends to follow them and then learn the, that surprise they're all racists. And then great. <laughs> I wish I wasn't friends with you anymore. Yeah. I just don't follow yeah. you from the beginning. Good. Good. You know what? For using social media as just like the media part. I get it. Yeah. Just like you have a media button on your phone, except for the multimedia button that no one uses <laughs> on their phone. <laughs> but I use it too as like a, I, I kind of let that guide how I post on social media as well. And if I'm mm-hmm. going to post something, I do like a mental check. I'm like, is this going to make anybody smile? Is this going to make anybody laugh? Or is, are people going to see this be inspired? Or is this worth posting at all? Like if, if it's, if it's mm-hmm. snarky or mean and things like, or like somebody could get offended, it's like, why even post this? What's the point? So I kind of let that, it's a two-way thing where I only look for that kind of stuff. And I also try to only put that kind of stuff out there in the world in case people follow me and they're like, oh my God, what can I expect from Chad? You can only expect good things. You know what? That's, that's a really good way to approach this. I wish a lot more people did. And for anyone that follows my person to the crown, I'm sorry. <laughs> i my social media thing is kind of like a garbage fire not not the podcast one my personal one we're not going to get into that though (laughs) (laughs) but okay so like so right now since we've been quarantined and shelter in place since three four months ago um have you tried like using that to learn anything new recently yeah focus on stuff so yeah i so i i've really kind of delved into two things one of them is we've taken our podcast to video form in quarantine mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. something it was we were only available in audio form for three years um and it it's like learning the broadcasting software and figuring out streaming on twitch we'd never streamed on twitch before and and how that all works together. What equipment do we need in order to make it like run mm-hmm. well? And so learning a lot of that stuff while in quarantine. And then additionally, kind of exploring and, and exploding really with all of the graphic design stuff. Because we, at the same time, when we did stuff in video, I have to now create thumbnail art. I now have to create uh, holding slides and and things for our video streams to like look like a podcast and not just two people talking on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was really kind of leveling up that game as well. And it, start, it, it all started with first finding the inspiration, just like I mentioned with like the Instagram thing. So finding other people that had done things well. And then I think what works most effectively for me that I've learned over the last couple of years is finding something that somebody does well and then literally 100% copy them. And <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent copy. It's the best way to learn. And I think when I don't remember what it was in reference to, Oh no, that's what it was. It was, a, it was about um, the video game dreams that came out on PS4 and how mm, people are okay. making like Mario games in dreams. And then Nintendo was asking that Sony take it down and stuff like that. And somebody pointed (laughs) out that, yeah, somebody pointed out that like, it's a, it's a game creator and people are learning to use tools to create games for the first time. And one of the arguments about, again, about leaving it in there was think about the first time you ever learned or tried to draw something as a kid. Like 
you probably didn't make up your own unique thing that you wanted to draw. You probably saw a cartoon or a comic book character and you tried to draw that thing and you looked at a picture of it and you might have traced it or you might have tried to draw it from reference just like completely exactly the same. And I feel like as we grow up, we get away from that mentality and we're like, oh my God, that's someone else's work. I need to create something completely original. And then when we can't do it on the first try and we fail, we get super discouraged and think, oh, that's just not something I'm good at. Which is a shame. Because yeah. like, uh, as, I'm, as I'm learning to recondition myself to copy other people, I then am able to say, oh, I understand how they did that and how they use this tool to make that look really great or look this way or reverse engineer what they've created and say, all right, I see the end result. How did they get there using this tool? And mm -hmm. that has helped me to learn new programs like graphic design programs. I'm learning um, Affinity Designer, which is like, a, like an Adobe Illustrator alternative okay. that I've had some experience with in the past, but I've never really felt like I've mastered it. But now doing all of this stuff, I'm, I'm really learning that way. But it, just copying it, just finding someone, something cool that I like that someone's already done and then mm. trying to literally create exactly that same thing again helps me to understand the tool I'm working with, to understand like the theory behind how people organize their projects or why they might make layers or, or how mm -hmm. like the entire creative process behind it, which has, I think, really, really helped me. Even you mentioned the wallpapers for our podcast. Even yeah. if you go back a year ago to the very first wallpaper we, we released with the uh, like the two Street Fighter guys um, drawing on the ground versus the one that I just released last month, it's like a completely different artist between those two things just because I've learned so much in the last few months about graphic design and using that app. Yeah, and you've been able to progress. I, I, I really like that. That's um, that same concept is what um, I use a lot, and um, you know, our friends Trevor and Ali from uh, the Difficulty Class podcast. When we talk about D and D, if you're trying to think of a story, and they say it all the time, I 100 percent agree with it. Just steal someone's story. Yeah, take the plot of Star Wars and put it into D and D, and you got a good game. And then that way you could figure it out. Okay, I got this plot, and I see what they did, and um, I've been doing the same thing because I've been running. I've been playing D and D not as long. I've been running games for even less. But I started off like my first homebrew thing was just a straight rip off of Assassin's Creed, and I just took like elements from that and made it into my own story. And now that I'm further along, now that I see how that story is done. It's way easier for me to come up with like plot hooks, and way easier for me to come up with ideas. Like, oh, my character's. Gonna that not my characters, but the characters are going to deal with this in this place. And then, you know, sometimes there's a animated table that attacks them and they have fun with that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it applies so, to everything, man. Yeah. So what, what I'm saying, Chad, is that you just need to copy LeBron James and you'll be good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've moved past my basketball days. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> um, so my approach to this stuff, um, so I'm kind of, I wouldn't say the opposite, but for me, I'm like 100% okay with failure. Uh, so I try new things. And I don't recommend this to anyone at all. I just sometimes bash my head into it until it works. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. 
Yeah. So, and I think I got that from enjoying and playing so many roguelites and like growing up playing Pokemon. Because in those games, you are going to fail all the time. And it's only until you do it more that you're going to be able to get better at it. And I approach learning new stuff uh, like that. Like towards the end of last year, um, I started a YouTube channel with some of my uh, old coworkers. And that was going well until we can't get together because only one person has a correct recording setup. But that from there, I just had to learn how to edit videos. And they're not like heavily edited, but like um, the more I started doing it, I was using this free program like FX Home or something, something like that. Um, and it just figuring out how all the tools work. And I only had to like re-render something twice because I rendered it wrong those first times. And now I know how what settings I need to use for the future. Um, but it's just... I just try and try and try again. And sometimes that does cause me to just like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like for, like drawing, I've tried that a lot, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but I just, I I know what I can draw and I know what I can't. And that, that's true. Maybe it's something that you just need to practice on it. But for me, it's just like, I'm not super motivate into it i'll just look at other people who make even cooler art than i do and really enjoy that um but it does kind of all like i i agree with you it kind of starts the inspiration because i see someone else do it like um like watching youtube videos kind of the styles i kind of edit them to were akin to probably like achievement hunter like those fast cuts those um weird zoom in effects where you like you put audio over it like that's how I started editing at least a couple of the YouTube videos I'm doing, and um, audio editing as well because I've been doing podcasting as well for like a little over a year and change, and I just had to jump into Audacity and figure out how that worked. Yeah, uh, first couple episodes weren't great, um, but now that I know the tools, like I have a set thing, like I know what needs to be cut, X, Y, and Z, what needs to be added. I now like. I'm able to know exactly when I need to put the transitions. Um, if I need to normalize something, if I need to cut something. And that just came from me doing it like a lot. And so it's something that for, I think, learning new skills, it's you, it just requires you doing something a lot. Um, failing, being successful your first like time, regardless, if you keep doing it, you're just going to get better at it. Yep. And I, I try to tell people that all the time, like, because we've had a podcast for so long, we have a lot of people who ask us like, Hey, what's your advice? Like, what should I, what microphone should I get and things like that? And my response is always like, dude, just, just do it now. And it's gonna suck. Like go back and listen to our first episodes compared to what we released this week. And it's like a world of difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm comfortable giving that advice whenever it comes to podcasting, but I guess other things I, I need to start taking my own advice. Just do it. <laughs> and I think you completely yeah. opened my eyes just now too, to I've, I've never roguelikes have never clicked with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I don't like being bad at things. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. You have to be bad at it for a while and learn from repetition. Yeah. Because let me tell you, I have like 500 hours in into the gungeon chat. And I still, <laughs> <die>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I agree with you because I'm um, like I I was talking with Trevor on this a couple days ago, and so we were talking about my first episode of my Pokemon podcast, which is like since like retired, um, maybe retired, who knows? Uh, it was in my bathroom using my internal mic on my laptop, and you could hear the water in the pipes. You could hear the garage door opening and closing. <laughs> And now, even like with this, like I know the setup I use, I know the settings I have, and so I feel it's a huge um, improvement, at least in the quality of it. Which some people, some people say the quality of podcasts turn them off, but also like you want to start it, then just keep doing it. Once you do it, it like like you said, Chad, it is going to be shitty at first because that's just you have to you have to release some shit before you can shine it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have um, a, turd to, a turd to polish exactly <laughs> which means you gotta take yeah. a shit first before you can get that turn quote of the podcast you have to have a turd to polish <laughs> <laughs> um so be, besides graphic design has there been anything specifically like during this quarantine or has that been like your main focus that's been my main focus uh but i've also I mentioned I've, I play a lot of instruments. I've picked mm-hmm. back up music for the nice. first time in years. Like I, um, I moved recently. Well, I guess like a year and a half now. I moved to California mm-hmm. from Chicago, and the whole time I've been here, I've been like focusing on my new job. I've got like three roommate or two roommates now, and it's like I trying to I never want to play music or practice music while they're home and in quarantine. It's like, well, you have no choice because everyone's home <laughs> yeah, all <exactly>. the time. <laughs> but I finally started to get over that while we were in quarantine. I was like, I just fucking, I need to play the piano. I need to mm-hmm. play my guitar a little bit more. And so I've been getting back into music and it's amazing how much comes back. Cause I haven't like, I, I touched it maybe once every couple of months over the last couple of mm-hmm. years, but it's amazing how much of it comes back right away. But then kind of going into the same idea of finding something like it, it all starts with the inspiration of a song and like, man, I can't stop singing this song. I want to, I want to do a cover of it. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's like, I weirdly enough, I'm not a fan of doing a cover of a song exactly as the song is like a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, Oh my God, I'm going to learn this song on piano exactly as that person plays it. And I'm going to sing it and they're doing it. And I'm like, that version of that song already exists. How do I make it my own and make it great and put a twist on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then usually it all ends up being like, well, I don't know the song well <laughs> at first. <laughs> so how can I even put a twist on it without even knowing the song on the piano first? Uh, so then I usually uh, get frustrated and quit after maybe trying for like a chorus. <laughs> but now my approach, like kind of with this new mindset is, uh-huh. is I'm like, all right, I will learn this song. I will find the chord progression. I will learn it as it is, and then figure out, okay, well, where can I add some flair? Where can I change the melody a little bit? How can I, maybe mm-hmm. I'll put it in like a swing tempo instead of a straight tempo, like normal. And that mm-hmm. seems to be like, that's, it's, I'm learning a lot of new things. I'm excited for it. And, uh, and it's kind of that's reinvigorating awesome. that passion for me. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm, I'm more or less self-taught in guitar. I wouldn't say like, I'm good at guitar. Um, but the way I learned how to play it is, going back to like i haven't played a lot recently just because um i live in a smaller place and it'll drive my partner crazy if i'm just playing guitar all night (laughs) Uh, how i used to learn is i would just i would do that thing where i was just like i really like the song i'm gonna look up the tablature for this i'm learn how to play it or like i really like this specific riff for this song so like and so i did that a lot going back like 
it used to be a lot of like Blink-182 and Cake and Rise Against um, because those are all the bands I listen to a lot. And so like I know how to play those songs a lot. And from there, like, okay, I know how I need to position my fingers. I know how I need to like do the chord progressions or how to like um, do like tapping on guitars, which I learned how to play from doing the more Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mighty um, Morphin Power Rangers. Exactly. And just like that tapping is like, oh, that 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 song specifically is how I understand how that works. After playing guitar here, I was like, what the fuck is tapping me? <laughs> but yeah. And and so like I if I had the space, I would love to pick up instruments again. I've been playing with some um things online and digitally. Uh, my uh, one of my friends I was on YouTube channel with he actually makes super awesome music and he actually if you've been listening to the music that's the intro and the transition stuff for this podcast um, he made it his uh, he goes by Abdoodle online and he he's just gifted at it and he uses this thing called LMS which is a Linux based music um, system oh. and I'll be honest I have no fucking clue how it works <laughs> And so, like, next time I see him in real life, which I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm going to have him, like, something to sit down with him to show me because, like, I was looking at it. I had no fucking clue. And the music that I was actually used for this, he made, like, four months ago in, like, ten minutes because you're like, we need some music for the outro of this video. Could you list something up? He's like, sure. I'm like, and we're like, what the fuck? You just did this right now? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the version I have is like a tuned up version that he's like worked on five times since. And just like, and I know he's been doing that for years because he's been doing music and art for a really long time. And so that's something I would love to do. Cause I've always wanted to make music. Like I always, I always love being creative audibly. Does that, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, using like using music and sound and my voice as like my creative outlet. And so when I like I have the time now, I just don't have the understanding because Linux, I have no fucking clue what Linux is. I just know they use a penguin for some shit. Let's be real. <laughs> they do. It's, I associate Linux with like a penguin and something they removed from the PS3 and people got pissed about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all I know about Linux. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if uh, so, let's say for people that are listening to this, what would be like two to three suggestions that you would give them? Like, if you they want to try to learn something new, what would you say you start off like the essentials, like two or three things? The essentials are fine. Like, there's a reason why you want to learn it. It's probably because you've seen something cool or heard something cool that you like that you want to try to emulate. Identify what those things are. And then find a way to straight up copy them. Mm-hmm. And then if you feel like you're you're liking it and you enjoy what you're doing, put your own twist on it. Okay. Okay. That's that's really good advice. And I would say I would say about the same thing for and I was just gonna add the caveat. Don't be afraid to like if it comes out terribly the first couple times. Like if you have this inspiration, you want to do it. Right now, you probably have the time to do it. So just, you know. Take. Yeah, this is a great time for new skills. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't don't let it overwhelm you, obviously. If you were working on something for like eight hours and it's not right, definitely take a break. Because 
being inspired yet fatigued is not going to re- release anything well. Yep. Yeah, I find that sometimes uh, where I, I, I hit a creative rut. Like if I'm making a wallpaper or something like that for our podcast, I'm just like, I, I'm bashing my head against it. Like, this doesn't look right. I don't quite like this. What's going on? What's going on? And I just leave it for the night. And I come back the next day and I was like, oh, duh, it's this. And I changed one thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you just need to take a break and then you'll see something instantly like, oh, that's it. OK, got it. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, I, that was a really good conversation. Um, I think now we're going to go take a quick break. We're going to go into um, some other topics, you know, not not as feel good or can be. Depends how you look at it. And we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Um, so this segment of the episode, uh, is always going to be like, I, I say almost every time, um, this episode, this podcast is meant to help as a relief and distraction, but there's some things in the world that we can't ignore, some things that we can't be distracted from. And so I always want to bring to light some organizations and nonprofits that are doing some really good in this world. Um, so the one I brought today is called TGIJ, or thank goodness it's justice, um, this is a California-based um, organization, and what they are doing, they're trying to help uh, specifically transgender uh, people in the California prison system, help them get basic human rights, because the amount of violence um, done to people that are trans in the prison system is sometimes two to three times more than any other person, um, and that goes for transgender people, and also um, any people that are LGBTQ. Um, and this helps them fight for their basic rights. And there's disproportionately, um, uh, be, 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 sorry, I can't talk sometimes. There is a disproportionate amount of people that are LGBTQ in the prison system because um, a lot of times they're arrested for being homeless because LGBTQ people are two to three times more likely to be homeless than anyone else. And so this this foundation is um, one spreading awareness. They like they have a team talking to the California prison system, trying to reform how they treat their inmates. Um, they have tons of stuff going on. They've been doing this since um, I believe two thousand four, and so they they have events every year. Some of them are on hold for obvious reasons. Um, but if you want to donate, if you want to spread the awareness, their website is tgijp.org um, again it's going to be in the description it's going to be on the twitter um, check it out because they've been doing this for a long time and they do some really good work that's awesome yeah I love that you do that segment dude it's this, I, like I said before the world is so shit right now I just want to find people that are help fighting against the shitty stuff Yep, I love it. Yeah. Um and you you found what what was the one that you want to bring it up today? Uh mine was the NAACP Legal Defense mm. Fund, LD, LDF. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The obvious crazy awful injustices that have been going on the last few weeks in particular, but also the last several decades uh mm. and centuries really. Um has it's it's something that I've 
found in personally and individually, I was not as educated as I wanted to be going into it. Like I, I didn't really have an understanding of really just how much injustice there was. Um, mostly because I grew up like a, a very privileged life and I can like, that's something that I wasn't ever really faced with. So I was speaking with a couple of coworkers this week. I was like, not this week, last week. I was like, I don't really like, what can I do? What should I be reading? What should I be, what should I be kind of advocating for? And this was one of the, the nonprofits that they brought up to me as the legal defense fund. And it's for making sure that in the legal system, there's racial justice, uh, they are advocating for public education and they also have scholarship programs and internships and things like that for people of color who are uh, undergrads who are looking to kind of fight for this cause and and do great work in the justice system to make sure that people who aren't your typical white person and mm -hmm. have all the privilege that America rewards that with, even if it's on an unconscious level, uh, help them kind of balance out the scales a bit and bring justice to those who deserve it. So uh, NAACP, naacpldf.org mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah, um, I, I've heard a lot about uh, good stuff that LDF is doing. I know a lot of companies have been um, doing donations and fundraisers for the LDF. So I, it's definitely a reputable website. Um, and I just wanted to point out that um, your you saying that you wanted to learn that's really, I find that's a really good thing. Because there's a lot of people that will not take the steps to want to learn what's going on and just accept it. Yeah. So I, I really something that, like that. I didn't know how to talk about it, and every it was obviously the discussion that was going on around me everywhere. I was like, I I feel like I should be more. I feel like I need to know how to talk about this, and I feel like I need to understand it and to be able to empathize with my coworkers, my loved ones who have been either they're people of color who have been struggling or they're married to someone who is, or they've adopted kids who are. Uh, and I don't know how to, I, I'm not educated enough to be able to support them in this. So yeah, that was, that was one of the, a really great opportunity for me to and learn. It's, it's really awesome that you did that. Um, it does remind me though, there's this new web series going around uncomfortable, pardon me, uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Um, and it's very similar to people just like there's one with Matthew McConaughey and this dude and just like they go through topics that are normally not talked about and people don't know how to talk about and this it's done kind of like a comedic way but it's very um, I think it's good to still like look at and listen to so yeah I, I, I really liked it I'll go ahead and post that in the Twitter and the description as well if you want to check it out yeah, that's dope. Uncomfortable conversations with a black man is what it's called. Yeah, exactly. The one with oh, Matthew McConaughey is uh, pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, and so with that, we are getting about towards the end of the episode. And uh, if you listen to this before, you kind of know what's going on. I like to do a segment of each episode called "Shouting into the Void." Um, so, Chad, I believe you have a shouting receptacle. <laughs> I do. It's a it's a glass water bottle. Nice. I have a shouting receptacle. <laughs> I, I, I specifically, I have a shouting jar now that I use only for shouting into. <laughs> I don't know um, whether it's more effective for me to put my mouth around the opening of the water bottle or inside to shout. Just do what you do. Yeah, uh, we'll see how yeah, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, again, 
the reason I want this podcast is called Shouting in Place because I feel that shouting or screaming is so cathartic. Um, and so if you have a jar or something with you, I recommend grabbing it. Or you could just scream out loud uh, as long as people are not going to, you know, worry about you or et cetera, et cetera. Um, and on the count of three, uh, one, two, three, then we'll scream. And if you're at home, again, um, I highly recommend that you join us. I'm going to take just a smidgen away from the mic. Uh, you about ready, Chad? Ready. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> I was surprised at how much that scream wanted to go back into my body. <laughs> I'm shutting it through a small jar. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that did feel good. I love that. Yeah. Right. It's. And so, yeah, I, I just honestly, for me, I, even though I've been recording these multiple times a week, it always does make me feel better when I get to this segment just cause. Yeah. <laughs> um before we go chad where can people find you where can people find all your awesome work uh if you are if you want to hear my opinions on video games the podcast respawn aim fire is the place to go it's uh, we have a network of podcasts called affable idiots but check that out twitter is where i'm most active on social media if you just want to like see me do goofy stupid stuff and like maybe see some of my artwork and stuff like that you can follow me on instagram at Chad Mike Innes, I-N-N-I-S, is my social media handle everywhere. I've got a brand to uphold. Very good. So do I. That's why I have the same <laughs> login for everything. <laughs> yep. And um, you also do, and also with you? Yes. So if you if you are into hearing me, but it's not necessarily about video games, you can listen to AAWI and also with you. That's our other podcast from Affable Idiots. And it's a it's a fun one where we talk about random shit. We like we most recently ranked the top ten TV episodes of all time, and we also play games like try to make your face look like certain emojis and guess which one they are. And so we it's just really a kind of a dumb talk as friends and be goofy kind of kind of show. I, I've only listened to a couple, but it truly is like a joy to listen to. I'm just gonna say, thanks. It's definitely. Definitely the most fun I have all week. That's that's awesome. Yeah, do go follow him on all those things. Go listen to his gaming podcast. I've I've been on once. <clears throat> Pardon me. I've just been on once? once. I think only once. I sent in. I well, I haven't recently just because I've been busy. But I send in a lot of questions. Uh, that's see when I think when I think subscriber interrogative, I think Dusty Hill. Yeah, it's. I will say it's been a bit just because like. I forget what day of the week it is a lot, and so it's just gone from my head. Also, I haven't been keeping up as much video game stuff as I used to. Um, but, you know, go go check it out. Really good podcast. Really good people. Holden's on it, and Holden was actually on the podcast as well, um, if you all remember. Maybe. Yeah, that's my co-host. That's my yeah. boy. It's, it's your boy. <laughs> that's right. my um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. Um... That's the end of the episode. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next time.